Welcome back to Just To Be Nominated from Hollywood Magazine. I'm Terry McPherson. And I'm Leo Gold. And as all of you must know by now, the you podcast... You have to know. You have to know. We, we're, we're weeks in uh, investigating the death of Riley Audrey. And last week's episode, we really took a look at Michelle Leander's Riley's childhood friend, her brief co-star in the show The Grim Reapers, and more recently, the girl who lost the leading role in A Year in Stockholm to Riley. Uh, The night of her death, you know, Michelle was one of the last people to potentially see Riley alive. You know, we saw her come down uh, from Riley's room. And um, the only other person we can place there is Cassandra Choi, who made the call to the police uh, to report having found Riley's dead body. 911 call is about the only piece of hard evidence we had. And everything before then is sort of just our own conjecture. Absolutely. There was no video even on the floor that Riley's room was on. Um, But Cassandra Choi, for those of you who don't know, and why would you, she's the head of Acid Films, the studio that brought us a year in Stockholm. This film was important to the studio. You know, they had not released anything big for a while. This is one of Cassandra's first projects since she took over the studio. So all eyes were kind of on her. Now, for all of you that don't know the ins and outs of corporate Hollywood, Cassandra only became the head of Acid Films a couple of years ago. Her father was the CEO and he died in a tragic accident, RIP, and she had to take over. And I mean... I don't want to judge because who knows what any of us would do, but she wasn't ready for it. She was a young woman who had these enormous shoes to fill. And listening to when you talked to her, I really got this um, sorority girl feel. Not a studio head, but a girl you'd want to avoid at a gay bar, you know? Yes, And not like a fun lesbian. Lesbians should be in gay bars. Like a drunk straight girl who's asking you where you get your jeans. On way too much cocaine. Yeah. Bottom line is, she couldn't do it. She almost drove Acid Films to bankruptcy. She put out flop after flop after flop. All these bad decisions until Riley came along. I mean, Acid Films obviously done a bunch of great films in the early 2000s you know before cassandra's time and then now in cassandra's time it hasn't necessarily had that same level of success but it feels like she believed in this film to the point where she hired joy moon who you may remember a somewhat controversial publicist uh, yeah known for her smear campaigns you know she was she's ruthless and i know you didn't get to sit down with her but Ooh, even talking about her, I have to look by my shoulder to make sure she's not in the room. I honestly don't think I could have taken that meeting. Also based on, you know, the review that I did. Now, you can really feel in this interview how invested they both were in Riley. Not necessarily in the movie, but on Riley herself as this, like, shining star. But I want to get right into it. We interviewed them on the campaign trail. So, Beth, let's queue up uh, our interview with Cassandra and Joy. Welcome back to Just To Be Nominated. I am so excited for our guests today, Cassandra Choi and Joy Moon, a studio head and publicist, respectively, for the film A Year in Stockholm. Ladies, thank you for coming in. This is exciting for me. We usually have actors on, and this is going to be a great like peek behind the curtain, you know, how the sausage is made, so to speak, and I'm excited. <laughs> Absolutely. Terry, I just want to say thank you so much for having us on this podcast, really. It's a pleasure. Of course, of course. Right off the bat, Cassandra, you really harpooned this 
story, this feature. Mm-hmm. What what about the story drew you to it? It's a heavy read. Well, I really, really thought that it'd be important to take a feminist sort of film into our hands and bring it to life. I think I think female-led stories are so important, and I. I was so drawn to the story. Like you said, it's a little heavy, it's a little dark, um, and it's triumphant in its own dark way. Um, I'm excited to see Acid Films take this turn. You know, I know there's been a bit of a lull from the studio, but this is like a, a really great return. And the campaigning is about to begin. It's it's Oscar, it's got Oscar written all over it. It's been going on for a while. It's been going on for a while. Well, tell us a little bit about that. I, I, I am going to say, you have a reputation that precedes you, Joy. Thank you. Words Bye. that come to mind, Drill Sergeant. Oh, that's correct. I take that as a high compliment. Thank you. How's, how's the campaigning been so far? How's, how's Riley doing? This is our first first go at this. Riley, Audrey, oh my. Remember that name, Terry. Remember, six years from now, everyone will say, this is the movie that made Riley, Audrey a star. It's a funny story. She <laughs> she reached out to us, you know, um, and I feel like that was such a part of, she, something that resonated with in the story with her, that sort of like go-getter, that very strong, strange groundedness. She reached out to us and said that she was very, very interested in, in the role. Um, and in fact, we had already... Uh, we had already been in talks with someone else who we really, really liked, but there was something about Riley that was so different. If I if I heard it correct, it was Michelle Leanders who was supposed to play this part originally. Why do people keep bringing her up? It's it's over. That's what happens in Hollywood. She gets cut. She's gone. Forget her. Uh, Michelle, we think she is an excellent actress as well. Um, we something came up. You know, obviously we can't disclose professional reasons, but we wound up getting Riley, which was incredible timing. Like I said, fate. She called. We had a chat, and it was it was just just like that. Here, Michelle doing touring Shakespeare somewhere so you know in the park or something so uh, she's happy all right forget her she's happy leave her alone joy your reputation precedes you as a headhunter of the Oscar statuette headhunter um, that's a new one what? I'm gonna use that uh, tell us a little bit about your relationship. Have you worked together before? Or is this the first time? How's it going? We're pretty, pretty uh, good friends, and uh, I it, been, it had been a while since I'd seen her. But you know, I we had just wrapped up at uh, Toronto, and I I had this idea that if we can make it through Toronto, just maybe, maybe we could go for an Oscar bid. And the only person I knew who would really give us even a fighting chance with joy so i i i called i called her up and said hey girl can could you could you give us a hand and boy oh boy did she ever what happened is i'd been tracking this movie for several weeks and i knew at all times what cassandra was doing as the head of acid films my god they had so many hits back in the 2000s and well it seemed to be dwindling in her care but this is going to sound crazy but i felt I felt that fate that Cassandra's talking about. I felt the fate and I felt myself pulled to her. In fact, I was staring at the phone and I was staring at the phone when it rang. I'm usually staring at the phone and often it doesn't ring, but when I picked it up, when I heard that hey girl, I knew, well. Now, Joy, you've had a colorful campaign career that began in the early 90s. Was it you that had baby squirrels delivered to certain people's homes for the nut house? Um, and actually, when they reached maturity, they knew how to sing. What? They sang Oscar. Well, this time we're back with Riley Audrey. Nothing in my career has been better than this campaign. I have lived more, I've felt more, and I think the world will too. It seems you have a lot riding on it. This is a, a triumphant return for Joy Moon as well. Do you have any 
tricks up your sleeve? What, what can we expect this campaign season? You can expect things that even I've never done before. We have a fun performance art event coming up. Um, we allow uh, people who queue up to mimic the Stockholm Syndrome experience. Look out for it. I think it'll be really indicative of the real depth of the story and you get to really be intimate with the energy and the story that the character goes through. You get to really put yourself in Riley's shoes or Anna Marie's technically. But You could place everyone in an escape room with a lesbian and really get the experience. Now, Cassandra, I want to ask you, you're kind of new to the studio head position. You've put out a few films. They haven't been met with great praise from critics. There was The Chipped Coffee Table and Sand by the Ocean is Warm. But this this feels like a great moment for Acid Films. Is this a rebranding of sorts? We just got a little unlucky with, you know, demographics and timing and campaigns and all that, which is why we're very lucky to have Joy now. I like to think that this is simply not a rebranding, but a new chapter. Yes, a new chapter for Acid Films to really step back onto the stage and uh, soak up the spotlight for a little bit and just really remind the world about what kind of stories we want to tell and why we have to be the one to tell those stories. You know, we have a very specific lens and heart um, it's been difficult. <laughs> uh, um, as some of you might know, um, my father, my father Andrew, he uh, he passed away unexpectedly, and I had to I had to sort of take over, uh, which was a challenge, most certainly. But I think I think I like to think I've risen to it just a little bit. Cassandra's being modest again, which is always boring. There are big things in store from Acid Films. Mark your calendars. A joy, this Best Actress campaign. It was an interesting move we saw here. Riley's co-star, Lori, who you could argue shares screen time with her, was actually downgraded to supporting actress. Was that part of your strategy? Well, you used the word yourself right there, uh, Terry. Co-star. She's not the star. She's not the lead. She's a piece in the film. She's she's part of it. But Riley is is the heart beating throughout the film. So Cassandra and Joy, your elbows deep in this campaign at this point. Have to you my s- eyelids, Terry. To my eyelids. Have you interacted with any of Riley's contenders? You know, we have uh, Dinah Reyes, newcomer as well, fresh to the scene, and Christine Vanderpool. Uh, yes. Well, Dinah Reyes is actually one of the only girls I respect in the campaign. She's known quite prominently to be anti-campaign. She's like the anti-hero of campaigning. Her boldness and her audacity to just throw away everything I've worked for my entire life. I respect it. Well... Our audience does come here for fresh, unfiltered views on nomination season, and I think they got those today. Oh, I'm sure. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Joy Moon, Cassandra Choi, thanks so much. Wow, it's so wild to listen to those two, because if you didn't know any better, you would think that Joy is in charge. Yeah, Yeah, Jinx. There's definitely a real power dynamic here. I mean, Joy is ferocious. While, you know, Cassandra seems to be keeping the peace, you know, Joy is out for blood. It's interesting, though, to hear them both kind of shift all the focus to Riley. Riley seems to be this, like, angel to the studio. Almost a golden child that could save their relationships and both their careers. Yes, because uh, as you know, and we kind of mentioned before, like Acid Films, uh, Cassandra, you know, recently took over and whether they would tell you or not, they're in financial distress, you know, that you can't churn out eight flops. 
Total you know, and not be worried about the future of your studio. They're a small studio. Uh, Another thing I noticed is like, imagine being any of our other players around this and hearing the focus of Riley, 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 Riley. Riley, Riley. Riley. I could see how if I were Antoine or Anna Marie or Lori, this would start to wear on you. Absolutely. And this was at the beginning of a long campaign trail. Also, we should mention that Joy needed this just as badly as Cassandra. You know, they've been friends for a while. Joy kind of needed this to clear her name in the industry. And what better way to do it than this, you know, blank slate of an actress, you know, this widely loved, as you said, golden child. So at this point, I really don't see a clear motive for either of these two to cause harm to Riley um but we did interview them or I should say I interviewed them when we were off gallivanting around the party um in these after party interviews it's interesting that I got them separately Joy and Cassandra actually didn't spend much time together and it was almost as if Cassandra was avoiding Joy anyway I'd love to dive into the interview I conducted with Cassandra and Joy that night let's play that Beth Oh, hi. Hi. Hello, Cassandra. <laughs> look at Hello. you. Oh, yes. Look at me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Congratulations, first thank of all. You. Oh, thank you. And you, thank you've you. got your drink. I didn't even know. Is that a pina colada? I didn't know they had blenders here. I may have become friends with the bartender. You can, if you want one real brown, you just let me know. I can hook you up because uh, I can do that now. <laughs> It's so, so good to talk to you. Have you talked to Riley much tonight? Can we expect to see her soon? I, I heard she was changing. Yeah, she's 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 uh, she's up there changing into her into her uh, other gown, you know, because that's what they gotta do. They have different outfits for the night, which is crazy. I love it. She's gonna look great. You'll you you you'll love it. Well, that's a big tactic for Joy Moon. Joy oh, always yeah. has her girls, you know, change several times throughout an event. Oh, yeah. I hear keeping it fresh, baby. Keep Keeping it real fresh, keeping it eye-catching. I mean, you're, you'll see. She's she's a stunner, you know, and Joy is really on top of it, so be sure to look out for that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you two aren't together. Usually you're tied at the hip. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I actually don't, if, you know, if you see her, you, you let me know. I, I really, if you see her, let me know. Greta, girl, we, oh. Greta, let's yeah. work together, So you baby. don't know her, okay. Uh, yes, you- she gave me a wave, she gave me a wave. <laughs> I'm loving this side of you, though. It's It seems like the win has really broken you out of your cocoon. You see, it seems like a different Cassandra that I'm talking to right now. You know, I feel like it's more like she was just latent, like a volcano or like a butterfly coming. Like you said, out of her cocoon, look at my big wings in, the, in our world. Woo! You know, we have a lot of projects coming up, hopefully soon. And finally, we got what we deserve. Uh, you know, our entire team is so thrilled when Riley won. Because, you know, when she accepted it, she knew. She knew it was a team win. It wasn't just for her. Obviously, she's amazing. But, you know, mostly it was for the entire That's our work family. an empty cup, babe. Um, not quite empty. There's a little bit in there. I could finish it, but I don't want to be rude. Well, we'll, we'll maybe we can get you some water or coffee or or maybe a a bed. We could get you up to your room before, you know, you harass any more stars. I'm loving you tonight, whether it be fueled by alcohol or not. Uh, You seem to be 
really riding the wave. Tell me how everyone's holding up, how everyone in the year in Stockholm family is holding up. I saw everyone enter together and you were like a family in the sense that like a lot of the, the people looked a little unhappy actually, but you had your mom moment. You kind of pumped everyone up. It looked like you, you literally handed out water bottles, I guess, knowing the open bar might be an issue. What do the kids say? He's always the mom friend. That's me. That's me. You know, the whole thing about, you know, everybody wants to look good and stuff, but you know, you got to stay hydrated because like, look at me. You, know, you just go to the open bar. We're at the Oscars. I mean, you know, I got to, I got to do the networking. I got to be out here making connections for acid films the studio that i am the head of oh oh my god speaking of joy joy huh? joy oh come on oh i i beth, beth will you grab joy she's right she's oh, right my, my drink is empty you i don't have to go get no oh, pina I, you don't bye bye okay. hmm. that woman is wasted Cassandra, Cassandra, that's enough. Oh, Joy, 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 can I squeeze you? Can I just grab you for one second? I know you're busy, just a couple minutes in the hot oh, seat. Oh, Terry, Terry, I can't say no to you. Let's go. Of course. Oh, amazing. I've just been watching you bounce around this room, doing your thing, schmoozing, smiling. Yes, yes. You have the win. It's such a big night for you. How is it going? It feels amazing, Terry. I can't lie. It feels better than it's ever felt, truly. Thank you. It's been a minute since you've been here. I believe the last win was about six years ago. Yes, oh. well, time is a construct, so we don't need to focus on how long it's been. What matters is now. Riley won. We won. The team, the whole team, the family won together. How's the cast reacting? How's how's your family? Your you know your a year in Stockholm family. Yes, the cast couldn't be more couldn't be more proud. I mean, Laurie was thrilled, of course. The bricks that held Riley together. Oscar thrilled as always for his love. Where is Leo? What's he doing? How is how is he? he that is uh, that's it's. He's good, as far as I know. He it's the question of the night. <laughs> Where's Leo? Oh, but this is his this is his playground. You know, he he doesn't get to come here often. I he's probably just enjoying himself. Now I've seen most of the cast bouncing all around, but I actually have not seen Riley since she got here, looking glorious in her mm. dress. And I saw you with her at that moment. Can you flag her for me? Like, where's she been? Have you have you seen her much? She's actually changing in the hotel right now. Ooh, just do wait for her next I, dress. I love a costume change. Yes, you know, yes, we love. I do too. You know that I do too. That one is sure to be memorable. So this is like the first moment you've not been at her side all night, it seems. I suppose that's correct. I trust my little duckling to fly on her own now. Mm, well, quack, quack. I can't mm. wait to see her. Quack, quack, Terry. Well, this is just all so exciting. I do want to step back a minute and just look. What does this win mean for you, Joy? It's not about me, Terry. It's about Riley. Wow, just a, a regular old sculptor of the stars. All I did was help to immortalize Riley. I was but the humble architect on her star on her walk of fame that's all i did i just chiseled the edges that's all i did really riley shined i chiseled oh and tell me how does joy moon celebrate a night like this oh well you know just do body shots here and there sometimes off of jordan peele sometimes off of weird al yankovic he makes an appearance here and there i have fun terry yes you do well i don't want to keep you from the party i know it's a big night mm. for you congratulations again Thank this you. is so huge it's nice to see the return of joy moon as a true killer in this competition and just congratulations again i can't say how impressed i am with you now you're flattering me. It wasn't me at all. It was the glory that is Riley Audrey. All I did was help bring her star to light. Mm, even brighter than the moon. All right. Thanks so much, Joy. Go have fun. Meryl, I didn't know you could dance. See you later. Listening back to that, I forgot 
forgot how much it feels like Cassandra was avoiding joy. And now Cassandra's like a little, she's a little loopier than I've heard her before. And uh, Joy is sober, uh, still on the clock, uh, very much still has a hand on everything and an eye on everyone. I forget sometimes that these two are so thoroughly interwoven in this story and in everyone's life. They they are the glue that holds a year in Stockholm together. And listening back, they keep harping on legacy and immortality and making a name for themselves Listen, even the language they used on all the FYC ads, the magazine covers, billboards, TV commercials, they all said something along the lines of Riley Audrey becomes a legend. Riley Audrey will be immortal after this performance. This is the movie you'll remember forever. And that came true. While yes, that was achieved with Riley winning Best Actress, The only thing that could outdo that is what happened, Riley's death. Yeah, it is sort of like a a tragedy. And also this film will be seen by everyone for all time because of the tragedy. Absolutely. I'm feeling very put off by that interview. Uh, And I don't know, really know where my head's at. Well, I'm much like I didn't know where you were at that evening, kind of spacing in and out. I just feel like this motive makes sense to me. Like everyone else's seems a little bit looser, but immortalizing the film in this way. I mean, okay, let's look at the facts. Cassandra was a new head of the studio, a studio that was struggling And she needed a win. Joy was on the outskirts of this town. No one would work with her after her previous campaigns. You know, she's ruthless and she still is. But now, Acid Films is booming. They've got projects lined up for the next few years. I think Joy Moon had to open a second office with all of the people who want to work with her. They stood the most to gain from this event, from this murder. Knowing what we know now, yes, we had eyes on them while the commotion was happening in Riley's room. But if any two people were to orchestrate this, it would be them. So what happened in that room and how did they make it happen while they were on the dance floor? I mean, I mean, they they were the two people with Riley at every stage of the campaign and at the ceremony beforehand. In what world would Riley go up to her room alone without one of them? Would that be a conscious choice that they would make, you know? If anything, I w- you would think that Joy would be up there with her rushing Riley to change into her second look to get back down to the party to take more photos. She may have been. You know, I'm not saying she wasn't obviously an integral part of this murder. I just don't know who else was involved and why. This is starting to actually drive me kind of crazy because there's so many facts we have just staring us right in the face from this night. And I feel like the answer is somewhere between them. So let's just go back to the beginning of the night. Riley and the whole team arrive at this after party. They have their powwow. We have eyes on most of these people, save that hour that Dinah heard a commotion in Riley's room and saw Michelle Leanders enter. And then the next time we see Riley is in photos of her dead body. Right. She's in the photos. She's with her Oscar. She's got her pills. There's the busted coffee table. There's... The disgusting carpet in the room. No. Well, no. The photos don't have... The photos are tight on her, on the bed, with pills. 
there's no coffee table. I don't even know if there's there might be some carpet in one in the picture, but there's no may, coffee table. Did you not? I you maybe you didn't look through the whole album of photos. No, I saved the whole album that were leaked. Um, no, we've been through. I have them in front of me. There's no coffee table. I think I was talking about like her head, like she's got the head trauma from the coffee table. Like I don't. You no, but what coffee table? You were you in her room at some point? Did you see a coffee table? Why would I be in Riley's room? I don't, I don't know, but That's... you were off somewhere okay, for an hour. Okay, let's like turn it back to like the actual suspects and not make just these wild conjectures. Okay, you aren't actually. You don't have a degree in journalism. You are an investigative journalist. Journalist. You are. Uh, a glorified let's not talk about me tweeter oh this is about verification on twitter i'm i'm so sorry for my blue check mark who has been given a larger platform because you're gay basically you know for those of you who don't know leo's little story with why he quote-unquote lost his job i did lose my job what do you mean you can't put quotes on something that happened okay you you did your job you wrote the review it was not kind riley retweeted it with her thoughts on it yes i wrote a review of a year in stockholm which you asked me to do you gave me i did and i appreciate that part of this story and guess what what am i supposed to do be unhonest be dishonest i thought it was trite i thought it was flat i thought it was melodramatic i i I mean i would love Lori Curtin, obviously, but the buzz around Riley's supposedly star-making performance, I mean, it felt like an high school auditioning for Juilliard. It felt like the Jimmy Awards, honestly, sure. in terms of its oh performance. Oh, my God. And the fact Do that you it, ever shut up? The fact that, that I wrote that, okay, fine. and then all of the sudden, this- You called 14-year-old uh, girls mini cunts. You called 14-year-old girls mini cunts. On a public floor. Well, that's because she sent those 14-year-old girls on me by quote-tweeting my story and dunking on me, uh, dunking on a critic. The, you don't come for was, children. You do not come for children. All I did was tell those kids to go re- get themselves reaped, okay? Which is a phrase and a type of verbiage that is used in her show. So everyone being like, he told those kids to go get raped. I was, I said, first of all, it said reaped. I didn't say rape. And that is literally what the TV show says every other minute. I'm going to rape you. I'm gonna, I think it's distasteful. I've always thought it was distasteful. And so... Blame the fucking show. Don't take away my checkmark. Don't take away my career because uh, you're some actress who thinks that you're above criticism when in actuality... And there it is. You go back to school, girl. Get some training. It's very clear you moved out here immediately after high school without any sort of training. I just... I'm, I'm so confused here. Like, were you... Did you see inside this room at some point? Where is this coffee table thing? Like, All are, I was trying to do was to get her to take her tweet away. Okay? That's all I was asking oh for. Or maybe even a photo God. or something. Well... First of all, inappropriate. Second of all, what else did you see? When were you up there? You know what? I actually don't... No, Leo, this could help. This... You could... Whatever you're holding back could help us figure this out. I didn't do anything wrong, okay? I didn't do anything. And I'm, I'm gonna, not saying you did. You Well, you did not, do something wrong. Leo. You're not qualified to do this. Leo. Hello, this is Jorge Molina, creator of Just To Be Nominated. This podcast is a Kingdom of Pavement production. 
This episode, Joy Moon and Cassandra Choi, was written, directed, and produced by me, Jorge Molina. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at ColorMeJorge. This episode was executive produced by Amy Sudo and Kyle Cords. Alexi Gonzalez is our editorial consultant. Ariana Coyle is our assembly cut editor. Music and lead sound design by Andrew Campbell. Theme by Jordan Bennett, who can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Jabin Music. Graphics by Brendan Haley, who can be found on Instagram at Haley Doodles. Terry is voiced by Zach Noe Towers, who can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Zach Noe Towers. Leo is voiced by Brendan Scannell, who can be found on Instagram at Bscan. Joy Moon is voiced by Jill Galbraith, who can be found on Instagram at Jill Galbraith. Cassandra Choi is voiced by Mia Kodama, who can be found on Instagram at Small Tree Spirit. Special thanks to the Orphanage Collective for lending their thoughts and suggestions, to our assistant Michelle Lin and the rest of our Kingdom of Pavement team. Don't forget that you can listen to uncut and extended interviews with the suspects on the Bath Tapes. They drop every Thursday after a new episode on Kingdom of Pavement's YouTube channel. If you have been enjoying the show, please leave us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. It's the best way to help new people find us. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JTBN Podcast to stay updated on the latest news and find clues related to the case. Until next time, it's been an honor just to be nominated. Thank you.